Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we magnify and we glorify your precious name. Thanking you, Lord, for this day. The day that you have given us, Lord God, that is like none other. And not like it's none other because this is a day that we've never seen and one that we'll never see again. While that is so true. But this is a day like none other because this is a day that we've heard your voice. And in hearing your voice, this is a day that we've heard you say, Lord God. This is my special day. This is a day that is special to me, God says. This is a day that I have set apart. And it's special to you, Lord God. And for that, just to hear you, Lord God, and to have a heart to surrender and submit to what you have said, Lord God, we thank you for your special day, Lord, a day that you've chosen unto yourself and deemed it special, Lord God, that we may experience you in the benefits of this special day, Lord God. And right now, Lord, I pray that each and every one of us, Lord God, will embrace that truth right now to the utmost parts of the, our, our hearts, Lord God, to the depths of our hearts, Lord God that will allow our hearts right now to open wide open to you, Lord God, that we may hear your voice, that we may hear the heart of that which you are speaking to us, Lord God, that it continues to touch us in a way that brings forth healing, Lord God, where healing is needed, that it brings forth deliverance where deliverance is, is needed, Lord God, that it brings forth understanding and clarity, Lord God, by your spirit, where understanding and clarity is needed, oh God. That it brings forth a touch within us, Lord God, a touch of your love, one like never before that we've ever experienced, Lord God that we may know your love like your son knew your love because he said it to the apostles and, and, and he speaks to us this day as he said in John 15 verse 9 that Jesus said he loves us with the same love that you loved him with Lord God so he knew your love and today, Lord God, touch us with that love through your son, Jesus Christ, and by the living spirit of you yourself. Let every man and every woman that has an ear to hear, hear what you say today, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. So if you will, there is a word that the Lord wants to speak to our hearts on this morning. God loves us. He loves us so much. He loves us with an everlasting love. As a matter of fact, we sung that song today too. The everlasting God that has an everlasting love for us. And what a privilege and what an honor that this God that loves us so much that he would speak to our hearts from his heart. And today, my friends, as, as usual, God wants to speak to our hearts from his heart. It's nothing different, but he definitely wants to speak to us on this day. The title of the message would be Times of Trouble. Times of Trouble. And I just want to start off by saying this because uh, at the end of 
the year and in the beginning of this year, the Spirit of God uh, has continued to to minister to me and to speak to me. And, and he's challenged me to that which he's spoken unto me, which you speak it to my people. Can I use you to speak to my people what thus saith the Lord? Much like I guess he did with the prophets of old. I know that there's so much these days that is being ministered and not everything that's being ministered uh, in every place is what thus saith the Lord. Many may use the name uh, or say that this is what God has said. But who can God use to say what he actually is saying? And when he uses that vessel or he finds that vessel that he can use to say what he is saying, just like the prophet Jeremiah, just like the prophet Isaiah and many of the prophets of old, that when God spoke through them, you knew that it was God. The people knew that it was God, whether they liked what they was hearing or not. Come on, somebody. If you did any studying of the, uh, of the children of the nation of Israel, and, uh, then you know that as God used the prophets to speak, that many of them uh, didn't like what they were hearing, but they knew that it was of God. And they knew that it was God speaking. And I say that because God has really continued to speak to me of uh, 2019 and moving forward. We talked about this for those of us that have met uh, in our time, in our day of prayer that ended the year in there where God had began to really uh, minister, not just by the, the, what I'm finna say, the words that I'm finna say, but to the depths of our heart, that truly if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, that he would hear from heaven. And, 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 and you know when God hears from heaven, come on somebody, that there are some things that move and there are some things that begin to change. He said that he would heal their land. And God had, had given us that and, and really to begin to pray and, and, and to commit ourselves in this year of 2019. But I began, I only say that because I know that that's what he said and that's what we've done and that's what we're committing ourselves to do is to really begin to seek his face. First of all, to, to humble ourselves yeah. and to turn from our wicked ways and to seek his face and to begin to pray for ourselves for his will to be done and for the body of Christ as a whole. And we've committed ourselves to do that throughout this year. But, I, I, but as the days have went by and as God continued to speak to my heart, I can understand why he was saying that. There's some things that he's, he's continued to reveal in there that, uh, and, and it begins with our, our, our true trust that his people must have for him in this day, in this time, in the year of 2019, that uh, we are about to encounter some things that is going to require you to trust in the Lord. And this trust in the Lord ain't just uh, the, the words that we've heard over and over again. And it ain't even the words that we can just say to one another. It's, uh, these words is, is not just to be said to one another, and sure we can but these words is to be embraced by the, the, the depths of our hearts that we may walk in them first and foremost and above all things. I'm going to say that again. This trust in the Lord ain't just what I can say. Oh, trust in the Lord, my dear. This is one for me to embrace with the bottom of my heart that I may walk in it. So you can take the I and make it uh, you and when you because we know that uh, you means I. Or I means, come on somebody. That's what it means. So we make it personal to ourselves, my friend. And God is saying that uh, there are some times that, that, uh, that's, that's before us. Times that's coming, my friend, that it's going to require not more than these words that we've said to one another before. Trust in the Lord. It's going to require you, which is me, to trust in the Lord. For real. For real. And therefore, as he's spoken to my heart, he says in 2019, my people or the people of God is going to face much trouble. 
And just like God told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, so he's saying to us yet again, if you turn your Bibles to Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, there was something that God had encouraged him and told him for sure. And he said it to you and me right now. Joshua is after Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. It's the next verse. So it's, I mean, the next book. So it's probably the sixth book of the Bible, starting in the beginning. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, it says this. And he has said this over and over again. But in particular, in verse 9, again, he says, I have not commanded you, have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? And do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. And this is the point of why I'm reading this uh, verse. It's this latter part that says, For the Lord your God will be with you wherever and whenever you go. The title of the message is Times of Trouble. And God is saying, and he wants our, his church and his people to not be ignorant, my friends, that there are some times of, the, of trouble that, the, that we, the people of God, are going to face in 2019 and moving forward. And some of us is already experiencing some of it. I would have to imagine. But God says, do not be afraid. Be of good courage. Because one thing and one thing he needs you to hold on and to know, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This is the foundation that, that God needs you to, 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 for us to start out with on this morning, my friend, that he will be with you wherever you go. And see, I had a problem with this as God began, was ministering this to me this time of trouble. You know, because I began to, you know, as uh, he kept from one week to the next, because he'd been ministering this to me for a minute and, as, and uh, from the beginning of this year. And, 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 he, and as he kept just putting this on my heart, you know, I, I, I had to think about some things because there I, I realized what he said, that there's going to be some times of trouble. And I understand times of trouble that the enemy uh, presents us with. See, because there's an enemy out there that is, that's going to come against you and it's going to cause you some trouble. I got that. And you probably do too. So I understood when he says, don't worry about it. Be strong and be courageous and be of good, uh, good courage because I'm going to be with you. But then the Lord, uh, I, I had contemplated something in my own heart. And I said, but God, there, you know, I got that when, when the enemy comes against me, you know, uh, you're going to be with me. But what about them troubles that I produce? What about them troubles that, that I'm the corporate of? The enemy ain't have nothing to do with it. It was because my disobedience, my lack of stewardship, my lack of this, my, my, my just totally, you know, my flesh that says I, you ain't going to do that to me or you ain't going to get away with it. So I stepped out aside of your realm. What about then? And it caused me troubles. Because he said that that was included in the troubles that we going to face. But God is so good. And he says, I need you to encourage my people, my people, who are called by my name. He says, I need you to encourage them. Because not only what the enemy brings to you by way of trouble, even that which you step off into yourself. He says, I need you to be of good courage. Because I am still going to be with you. Glory be to God. And see, I had a problem with that at first, you know, in there. That's what I'm saying. I have to let God sort this out. And, uh, you know, in there because it's like, well, God, I, I, I totally, when I heard it, like I said, I understood clearly to be able to encourage my people. Because, see, this word today, times of trouble, is a word of encouragement in there. And I understood it very clearly when I just was thinking of it from the standpoint of the enemy attacking us or things outside coming against us. And that, Lord, you're going to be with us. But I had a problem. I'm just like, how do you want me to be able to say this to your people when some of the stuff we didn't done to ourselves? And he made it very easy for me to understand immediately 
because he, 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 he stopped me from looking at you and what you did to cause your troubles, and he made me see what I did to cause my troubles. See, it's different when you did what you did to cause your troubles and, and, and need God's help. But see, when I did it and I need God's help, then there's a little bit more understanding. Come on, somebody. And so he used me, myself, and I to show. See, because I wanted him to be with me when I. Now, when you did it, especially if it was against me, then I don't know. I had a hard time, you know, reconciling that. So God said, this is across the board, my friend. And this is how much I love you and how much I love my people. So he says, I need you to encourage my people that in the times of trouble, that I will be with them. And that because the times of trouble, you know, because in the times of trouble, God will be with us and we need to know this. He said there's three things that he wants us to look at today on how he'll be with us. And number one, and what he'll be for us in our times of trouble. Turn your Bibles to Psalm chapter nine. Because in the times of trouble, number one, God will be our refuge. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to be jumping out of their seats. Because see, in times of trouble, you need some refuge, my friend. And he proclaims it in his word. Very loud and very clear that in Psalms chapter 9, verse 9, the latter part of it. He says, the, the, but it says this, the Lord also will be my refuge for the oppressed. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times, come on somebody, of trouble. And those who know your name will do what? They will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. See, if you remember what God has already spoken to us, that this where we, the church, are headed in, in the times that's before us, it's going to require some real trust in the Lord. Some of us may experience financial difficulties. Some of us, that's going to require some real trust in the Lord. Some of us is going to experience health situations that's going to require some real trust in the Lord. Hear what thus says the Lord. This ain't what Pastor John is saying. But God is saying that you, it's going to require some real trust in him. And you're going to have to know that you know that he is your refuge. See, there's, see it's going to require some real trust in him because some of this stuff is going to be outside of our understanding. There's somebody that, is, is, that, that, that he's going to require to have surgery and God is going to say, yes, I'm requiring you to do that. But for you, you don't do no surgeries. You ain't going to put no knife on me. And so it's going to take a real trust in the Lord to hear what thus saith the Lord, to know that I am your refuge in times of trouble, to know that I will be with you wherever you go. There's going to be some, some of us throughout this year is going to be faced with, with some times of trouble that, that, that goes beyond even our health. It's going to go to our mental state. It's going to go to our emotional state. It's going to go to our financial state. And God is saying, I need you to trust in me first and foremost. That has to be a part of the foundation is that your trust is in me because when your trust is, is in me and you need the refuge or to hold on to the refuge of the Lord. What does one do? It says it right here. That is the one that will seek the Lord. You know, you ain't going to seek uh, Dr. Sue. You ain't going to seek Joe Blow. You ain't going to seek uh, yourself. See, in this time of trouble, you're going to know who you seek. And it's only the Lord. He says, be encouraged. Because when you seek me, I am your refuge. See, I know this is kind of, could be tough. And this is what I, what, 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 the, what I was going through. 
See, because uh, the thing about it is, is we, if we don't get this in the spirit, it's going to be very difficult for us, my friend. Because, see, being a refuge, you know, in there is when I need you to be there for me. You know, it's based on how you feel and, and what I've done. See, because we have that relationship with one another, this is why it's going to take in the spirit to understand and to be able to have the, the trust and the confidence to go and to seek the Lord. Because especially for some of the stuff that we know that we didn't put ourselves in this situation, that we had a lot to do with it. Through our disobedience or whatever it may be, it, it can be very tough to trust in the Lord under them circumstances. See, then we tend to lean on our own self and try to get ourselves up to a place where we can uh, then go trust in the Lord. See, I got to rescue myself. I know I put myself in the pit, so let me dig myself out of the pit, and then, Lord, I can come to you and begin to trust you again. God says, not so. He said, I knew you when you was yet still in your mother's womb. I already knew you was going to do that. He said, this is, I poured out my son's blood while you was a yet sinner. I didn't wait for you to be clean to pour out his blood. See, and, and that's beyond our understanding because, you know, for me to put out for, you, for, for your debt, then you're going to have to been sign something at least, a promissory note or something. I got to have something in my hand that's going to give me some security. God is our refuge in times of trouble, my friend, number one. And we got to know that. And in knowing that, it's going, we have to trust in the Lord. Because in him being our refuge, when these times of trouble comes, we're going to put our trust in him. We're going to link to that trust that's already in him. And we then, we are going to seek him. Hallelujah. Number two, real quick. See, God says, encourage my people. I am your refuge. You need to know that God is your refuge. So yes, in him being the refuge in the time of trouble, it is for those that trust in him. Because those that trust in him then will seek him. And we're going to have to trust in the Lord. Because yes, we're going to have to go through some things that we wouldn't normally choose to go through. We're going to have to take some routes that we wouldn't normally have to take. We're going to have to have some, uh, some uh, all kinds of different things. As I said already, we may have to have some surgeries that we don't plan to have, my friend. But glory be to God, if God is our refuge in times of trouble, then he is the one that says what? That I will be with you wherever you go. So you can see why this trust can't, can't be that trust of old, my friend. It can't just be the trust of me telling you, oh, trust in the Lord. No, this is why this trust has to be rooted and grounded and wrapped in, uh, from the bottom of our hearts because you, me, you means me, okay, means that you going to have to be able to grab a hold of that. It ain't going to be, and you ain't going to want to hear it from nobody else talking about trust in the Lord. You have to notice for yourself. Hallelujah. Number two, that in times of trouble, God is our strength. Wow, thank you, Lord. See, it's one thing for him to be our refuge, but he is also our strength in times of trouble. See, because I don't know about you, but if you've ever been in trouble, you, it, 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 the trouble will weaken you to your knees. And in the midst of that trouble, it will hold you down to your knees without strength. But glory be to God, my friends. Be encouraged. See, the, 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 when we are in times of trouble, it will take you to a place that will weaken you so bad that you can't, that will make you feel that I can't go on. Not like this. I can't do this. But guess what? God says, I am your strength in times of trouble. Look what he says in, in Psalms chapter 30, I believe that's 37. Of Psalms, he says this, my God, he says, be encouraged, my friends, because I am your strength in times of trouble. Verse 39, 
of Psalms chapter 37. We're right here in the same place, just a few pages over, and it says this. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. Come on. He's talking. So he's just telling you who he's talking to. That's you and me. Are you the salvation of the righteous? Hey, absolutely. If you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. It says he is their strength in what? Time of trouble. He is your strength in time of trouble. This ain't what Pastor John said. This is the living word of God. And remember the strength that he's talking about because now make sure you understand this. And it may take you going that place in your mind right now where you've been struck with trouble and, and weak on your knees to the point of I don't, can't got enough strength to move or go on. I can't do this. And with, then we begin to lean on what we can do with our own power more than what God has said to do. See, what happens then in this time of trouble, and that's why the enemy sends trouble. That's why he lures you to make steps into trouble. See, that's why he wants you to do, uh, he entices you and, 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 and get, tricks you and deceives you to make all of these uh, wrong decisions if it's us doing it or have anything to do with it. And that's how he comes against you because he knows that in times of trouble you get weak at your knees, my friend. You have no strength to move forward, no fortitude to, 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 or desire. Why? To even, even when you know what God has said. When you know what God has said. When you know what God has said. Come on, somebody. When you know what God has said. When trouble comes and knowing what God has said, you can be cruising down the highway to what God has said and everything's smooth. But boy, you hit that pothole. And now you're on the other side, of, you're on the side of the road with a flat tire. Can't find the, the, th the doodally, whatever it's called. And now it's raining outside. Come on, somebody. You was on the highway cruising to what God has said. But now the trouble, times of trouble came in and you didn't forgot where you was going. You ain't thinking about where you was going. It was all right. Okay, I got a flat. Then you can still remember where you're going. Let me just get the, but then when you went to the, the trunk and then and couldn't find the tire. That was an, uh, uh, another distraction. See, now, now that made me even forget now I, I did know where I was going. And I thought I would just be a few minutes late. Now it got me totally sidetracked. So you finally find the tire iron, lug wrench, whatever you call it, and then now you get the tire out and realize that the darn tire is flat. Another distraction. So now my mind is far off. I was cruising a minute ago, knew exactly where I was going on the high horse doing it. But now I'm so far distracted. Then the rain comes. And so on and so on. And so finally, you know, after a long period of time, you get the tire on and, and guess what? Do you even continue on the journey? See, some of us didn't turn around because we have no strength. I'm going to be late anyway. He, God, is our, their, our strength in times of trouble. In times of trouble, he is our strength. See, he's going to be the one that is going to uh, uh, give you what you need to be able to press through uh, finding the, the lug wrench. To, he's going to be the one to give you the peace when you're tired, when it's flat and now you got to still use your AAA card that you only got one left on. And you got six more months to the year of renewal. Come on, somebody. Because I used the other two on somebody else, doggone it. Even the more. See, he's going to be the one that strengthens you to say, hey, calm down, don't worry about it. Guess who's with you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
let me remind you who is with you. See, and that's the very thing that Satan wants to take away from us or steal from our memory is who is with us. Come on, somebody. Look at verse 40 in the same scripture. He says, and not only is he your strength in time of trouble, it says, and the Lord shall help them and deliver them. Oh, my God. See, he is your strength, and the strength that he sends and the purpose of his strength is to help you and to deliver you. This ain't what Pastor John said. This is what God said he wants to do for you right now in your time of trouble. That I am here to strengthen you, and in my strengthening you, I'm going to help you and deliver you. I shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because of why? Because they trust him. You see why that trust? And we ain't talking about, again, that trust that we can encourage with one another. Trust in the Lord. No, we're talking about the real trust that is rooted and grounded in the bottom of your heart, my friend. That changes everything. And I hear the Lord right now in this in real time, never thought about it, but he says that some of us, he's going to have to test us on our trust in order for us to know what, what trust really is. If you hear what thus saith the Lord, he that have an ear to hear, hear, that's, yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is. That's real deep. Because he says some of us, he's going to have to test us on our trust. Even before the time of trouble, so you can know that you know that you have the trust that he's talking about, not the one that you told somebody else, trust in the Lord. You're going to have to know the difference, my friend. And when you, he tests you and you see that you don't have it, then you need to get it. He's given you the opportunity. And I don't care how long you've been in the church. Because some of us have been in the church for 40 years and we said, trust in the Lord all of these years. And we think that we have the trust that he's talking about, but is it because it ain't never been tested? And when I say never been tested, he's talking about even the times he wanted to try to give you the test that will show you this. You didn't show up to class, meaning you did not take the test. It ain't got nothing to do with your love for the Lord. It ain't got nothing to do with your salvation. But this is so deep that some of us, he says, you won't show up when it's time to, for me to give you the test so you can truly see if you really trusted me or not or it's just that form of trust. Just like they, he said in the last day, they're going to have a form of godliness, but not according to knowledge. And see, he said today that some of us have a form of trust and don't even know it. Don't know it. And this is heart-wrenching because the times that we are about to be faced with, you're going to have to have it, my friends. You're going to have to have it. If you're going to stay on that highway toward what God said. So, yes, what does that mean? It means that it's going it's to eat up every part of your flesh. Yeah. They may lie on you. They may spit in your face. And every part of your flesh is going to have to be eaten up. Which one of us is going to let somebody spit in your face and you ain't going to do something to them? I don't care. Holy as you are. See, I'm just putting it where the rubber meets the road because there's, see, this is what I'm saying that he's saying, see, for many of us, this, this is, we, we won't allow him to give us the test that will, you know, it will be like, you, you thinking, or the doctor saying, or, or you have some symptoms, or you even think yourself that I might got cancer. But you won't go take the test. Because you don't really want to know the answer. But does that change the fact that you got cancer possibly? Which one of us are not going to go take the test? Because we're afraid of the answer. This is what's happening, my friend. And maybe you wouldn't do that. But there's so many that, that, especially of old and passed away, it won't go to the doctor for that. And some of you know who I'm talking about. When I say who, you know somebody that didn't experience it that won't go to the doctor, my friend. And some of our grandfathers and grand, great-grandparents, they lived in an area that, that, that they, they ain't cool too cool with no doctor. 
and going to it. They just deal with it, and many of them passed away with stuff that could have been uh, fixed. But they wouldn't go and take the test. See, that's, that's fleshly stuff, but God says that my people who are called by my name, the ones that I've appointed, the ones that I've anointed, cannot afford to not confront themselves with the test. We have to take the test. We got to take the test, my friends. It's time. And this trust is everything. And it will eat up every part of your flesh. But good news, be encouraged. That's what we say it all the time, that we got to die. <coughs> we say it. But see, now God is going to put the rubber where, the, uh, where it meets the road at. So it ain't going to be about us just saying it no more. Now the rubber is finna meet the road. We're going to have to do it. This is going to be about us doing it to prove, uh, to be approved by God. But you ain't proving nothing to God. It's a show for yourself. And that's going to give you confidence that to, to move forward now. You're talking about running the race. See, Paul had to go to a place in his life just like this where the rubber met the road and he had to be approved. And that approval was one that he had to see within himself that yes, I can. Yes, I am able to endure. And that's what he meant when he's talking about let's finish this race, that I run the race. I finished the course. And we can't run the race and finish the course. We surely can't finish the course. No other way. Maybe some can, but not you. Why? Because you are the one that uh, is appointed and anointed by God. See, you are the one that he has trusted enough to, 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 to put this in within you. Man, why did I go to that church? I shouldn't have never went over there. If I had just stayed where I was, where they was preaching the, the, the milk and honey stuff, then I would have been good. Too late, my friends. The word has been delivered unto you. Hallelujah. <laughs> so God is our strength in times of trouble. And the strength that he is, he says, and the Lord shall help us and deliver us because we trust in him. So he's our refuge. He's our strength. And thirdly, he's our pavilion. He is our pavilion. He is that place, the secret place. Yes. Psalms 27. It was read this morning. And so when I, see, God is going to show you guys. He, one by one. Step by step. And yeah, this is about to break, it's breaking every part of my heart right now. And not breaking it in a bad way, but in a good way. Because see, somebody today going to know. And not that you didn't know, but you're going to know more profoundly who God is and how he speaks and how he leads. See, because see, something happened today that you will not be able to deny. God being our pavilion, my friend, he expresses that in Psalms 27. In particular, we're going to be looking at verse 5. But this morning, when we was in the circle, God said, uh, have Tamika do the call to worship. And some of you was here for call to worship, and some of you know that in call to worship, she read Psalms chapter 27, the beginning, the first few verses. But then some of you may think, well, especially now that it's coming out in the sermon, it's part of the sermon. Oh, well, God, yo, when he told her to run, uh, do the call to worship, he told her to, to the scripture reading is Psalms 27. Wrong. I didn't tell her anything. God told her everything. Whether she realizes it or not. And this is something for you to know, my friend. To know God in a way like never before. See, it wasn't me telling her what to read because of what God was ministering. It was God used his spirit 
His Holy Spirit that is real and alive. And you need to know it. I ain't talking about what you did because you didn't do nothing but do what God says. But what you need to know, that you may know him to a place where you can trust him in a way like never before, my friend, is that God is the one that orchestrates in all of our steps. So when he says it, he means it, and it can be done. You didn't know why you was doing uh, that scripture or why it came to your heart. I know you was a, uh, you know the spirit. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about knowing the spirit in a way that you've never known him before. You know he works. But do you know he works too enough to where you can trust him because the spirit of God, the living God is wherever he, you go. So yes, I'm going to say it right in front of your face. So if he says have the surgery, have the surgery, my friend. He ain't playing. And don't play with him. You know him too much. He just showed you too much. Don't play with me, God has said. That's why. And when it's you the next time or you the next time that God tells to do the, have me tell to do the call to worship. And when it uh, lines up like this or to pray in, in your prayer, that you're praying in the spirit, the words of God, and that it lines up with what he already has orchestrated by his word, then you're going to know. And it don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for him to use you like that. You can take the example today. Because God told her and led her to Psalms 27 because he knew what he had already ministered for the last three weeks and put down before the, the, the pastor right now in terms of what he was going to have said. That he is our pavilion, my friend. Hallelujah. Go there to 27. Look at verse 5. Please get this. It says in verse 5, what does it say? It says, for in time of trouble, he shall hide me in where? His pavilion. In the secret place of, the of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. See, not only is God our refuge and our strength, but he is our secret place. He is our, he is our shelter. He is, he is our pavilion. See, a pavilion is a secret place. It's a shelter where the enemy can't come, he can't do no more. Yo, he, he, he's hiding us under the cleft of the rock. He's put us on a high place where the enemy can't touch you now. God is your refuge. He's your strength. But he's your pavilion too, my friend. So he's your protection. And for those of us that he is called to trust him like this, you got to know this. That he is your protection. A pavilion protects you. It protects you from the elements of the, the, the weather, whether that's freezing cold or the beaming hot sun. But his pavilion ain't just any old pavilion. It do more than just protects you from the elements. It puts you in the secret place. The secret place is that place in God's heart that glory, the joy of the Lord and the peace of God is welling, my friend. It's more than your natural mind can perceive, my friend. Come on. Hear what thus saith the Lord because we got to know this. Because the times of trouble that is facing us in 2019 and moving forward, you're going to have to know this. You're going to have to know this. Not that he just protects you a little bit. But this protection is all the way, all the way in the secret place, Pastor Ray. I'm talking about in the innermost parts. That uh, can't no devil in hell touch you in this place. Yes, along the way to this journey, he already said it, and even being in his strip, that yeah, every part of your flesh, can't, none of your flesh can't go here. So don't think that you can go to this secret place in the pavilion carrying you. No, to make it to this place, the combination to the next door to this very secret place is uh, the spirit of the living God being the lead. See, and across this, this threshold, it detects flesh. And the, and the alarm begins to go off. Beep, beep. But it says flesh, flesh. It ain't coming in here. See? Like trying to walk out the store and the thing go off. You start looking around. No, don't look around. Look at you. It's you. 
Hallelujah. He is our pavilion, our protection. And it just reminds me of what the writer of Galatians, Paul, reminded the people of Galatia. And I say this because it was said in the Old Covenant, what I'm about to say, as he reminded them of Joseph and his life. So, no, but I ain't reading what he said, what, what, what happened in, in the Old Covenant or in the Old, you know, on the Old Testament when it told us about the story of Joseph. I'm reading it in, out of Galatians. You know, because in Galatians, there was Paul reminding the people of what they already had read and what they had already heard and what they already knew and believed. That God was with him, that's Joseph, and delivered him out of the, his troubles, is what the Bible says. In Galatians chapter 1, I guess it is, verse 9 and 10, it says God was with him and delivered him out of his troubles and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, the enemy. And God is saying the same thing, just like he reminded us, new, them New Testament believers. He's reminding you as a New Testament believer, my friend, that just like I was with Joseph, I too will be with you. And I will deliver you. And not only deliver you, but I will give you favor and wisdom in the sight or in the presence of your enemy. That's what God will do. And he says, be encouraged with these words. I am your refuge. I am your strength. I will be your pavilion, your protection in time of trouble. Glory be to God. Because some of us right now are experiencing the very things that, need, that we need to be encouraged. And there's no better way for me to encourage you by ending it like this. In Psalms chapter 91, the words of the Lord that came to his people. Go there with me. Psalms 91, and some of y'all don't even have to go there in your book. It's written on the tablets of your heart. Glory be to God. He says, encourage my people with these words, that I am your refuge, I am your strength, and I am your pavilion, which is a protection in your time of trouble. And he says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, see, when he is your pavilion, then he takes you as in his protection and he takes you and he, he leads you and you get past the, the buzzer that says flesh because you take off the flesh and you enter into the secret place. Hallelujah. And he says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. Hallelujah. Surely he shall deliver me from the stare of the fowler and from the, pestilent, uh, the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by day. Excuse me, or the terror by night nor by the arrows that fly by day. Come on, somebody, hear what thus saith the Lord. Because, see, some of us is going through some things where there's going to be terror by night and arrows by day, my friend. And he says that you don't have to be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side. See, because some of us in this, we're going to see somebody falling on this side and that side. 10,000 may fall at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only your eyes shall look and see it and see the rewards of the wicked because you have made the Lord, who is your refuge, even the most high, 
Hallelujah. Because you have made the Lord. See, because you have uh, uh, chose to trust in the Lord. You chose to seek him. You chose to walk through the, uh, the, 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 across the threshold of flesh to leave it behind and enter into the secret place. Because you have chose this route. Come on, somebody. Because you have done these things, you will be dwelling and no evil shall befall you. See, because you have made the Lord your refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. Yeah, it took a lot to get to this dwelling place. Yeah, I had to die. I had to go to a trust in the Lord where I didn't even know that I didn't have. I thought I had trust in the Lord. So, yeah, I had to take the test. They, they, they could have told me I had the uh, stage four cancer, but I wasn't. I had to not to take off that fear and not be afraid to take the test so God could show me who be. Glory be to God. He says, no evil in verse 10 shall befall you, nor shall any plagues come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. See, he didn't say keep you in some of them, but keep you in all of them. See, that's, that includes the ones that the enemy presented to you and the ones that you stepped in and said, oops. All of them. Glory be to God. In their hands, they shall bear, up, bear you up. Lest, talking about the angels, lest you dash your foot against a stone. So when you're about to step off that cliff, the angels is going to come and swoop you up, my friend. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample under your feet because he has set his love upon you. Glory be to God. Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on a high place, God says, because he has known my name. Hallelujah. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I will be with him in his times of trouble. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. This is the God we serve. Be encouraged. Your God. Our God. He is our refuge. He is your strength. And he is your pavilion that protects you against the wiles of the enemy. Both big and small. Hallelujah. Let us look to the Lord. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. For you are awesome and a mighty God. And it's because.